When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rings, Marv. Six Super Bowl victories. What's going on, everyone? This is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots postgame show. Marvin Azan, Mike Molino. Six rings, folks. The Patriots have defeated the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl 13 to 3, a game that I don't think anybody expected, but the outcome remains the same. Patriots defeat the Rams 13 to 3 to earn their sixth Super Bowl victory. Third victory in the Super Bowl in the last four years. They bounce back after losing last year in the Super Bowl to the Eagles and respond with the victory over the Rams. Tom Brady is now a six-time Super Bowl champion. Marv, you know, the game is one thing. Yes, we'll talk about the game. But the legacy, legacy of Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, the Patriots, the dynasty, you know, everyone calls this dynasty now Patriots Dynasty 2.0 because they had their reign in the early 2000s. Now they're pretty much doing it again. <sighs> There's so many things to talk about, so many things to say, but at the end of the day, six rings. <clears throat> how how unbelievable it is. You know, we never saw this Patriots team go into a Super Bowl during the middle of the year like this. And then coming out the gates in the postseason, back-to-back, -back, facing the Chargers, you played well. Facing Kansas City, you played very well. And going into this Rams game, you know, I felt confident. I felt confident in this Patriots team because the offense finally got it going. And then, you know, this was not an offensive game. Not it was your defense. Your defense that gets killed all the time. We always speak on this defense, man. And it showed up over and over and over again. Man, Jared Goff, there was a report you told me that came up right before the game that the Patriots believed Garrett, Jared Goff was going to poop his pants. Yep. And, man, he was seeing headlights all over. He was a dead headlights in this game, you know. Had a horrible game. He just did not play well. And you looked at that team, they didn't look like a team that deserved to be in the Super Bowl at all. And that's thanks to what the Patriots were doing. This is just, I don't know. This is just crazy. This is crazy. Uh, <clears throat> you can hear our voices because yeah. we were screaming. But six rings, nine appearances, it's remarkable. It is. It really is. I mean, just to think, like you kind of talked about, nobody, I don't think anybody had this team if you just go based off of everything you saw throughout the regular season, a Super Bowl appearance was not talked about for the New England Patriots. You know, obviously, yes, they earned a playoff berth, uh, finished second in the AFC, but nobody felt this team was truly built to make a run to the Super Bowl and actually win it. 
you know, obviously going through the Chiefs. You may have had to go through the Saints. You, may, you probably took on the Rams, which they did in the Super Bowl. A lot of teams that made the playoffs that people felt Patriots could not contend with these teams. Patriots were not on the level of, of these teams. And it's wild to say we saw a completely different football team once the playoffs started. You know, all the talk about throughout the regular season, you know, same things that have been said. Brady's too old. Gronk's not the same. Edelman's has lost a step. This defense is not strong enough. Uh, the dynasty is almost over. Whatever the case may be, nobody felt this team was built. But they came to the playoffs and they completely flipped the script. You saw how they played against the Chargers and they made a hell of a day in the pocket for Phillip Rivers. You saw how they came out and held down a high-powered Kansas City Chiefs team in Arrowhead Stadium. They held that team down. They held them scoreless in the first quarter, a team that puts up points. Mahomes named the NFL MVP. Then you come to the Super Bowl, and you hold the Los Angeles Rams to three points. This is a Rams team that was in a game against the Chiefs, the highest-scoring game of the season. They both put up, what, 50, 50, points, 50 yeah. points? And you hold the Rams to three points. Gurley looked terrible. Goff looked bad. McVay probably was in, you know, the inexperienced show. There was a conversation that we had on the roundtable, inexperienced. Might have been there. The moment was just a little too big for the Rams and, 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 and the coaching staff. Obviously, on the Patriots' side of things, they didn't make it look pretty or easy. Even Brady said in his postgame interview, he wished the offense played better. I bet they wish they did a lot of things better. But at the end of the day, you know, the team that put up the most points won the game, which is how the game is played, and the Patriots came out victorious. Patriots never make it easy in the Super Bowl. Never. They never make it easy. This was a game that should have been a blown out, a blowout. If you really look at it, the offense was horrible. The offense played like it was playing earlier in the, earlier in the season. But there was one guy who stood up, the MVP, Julian Edelman. He's the MVP of the Super Bowl. You know, I think he had, what, 10, 10 catches, I believe, in this game? Uh, 10 catches. 10 catches, yeah. 141 yards. Deservingly so. This guy was a monster. This is a guy who did not play last year. He tore his ACL, gets suspended for four games, and wins the Super Bowl MVP. 32. He just he just marked himself into history forever. He is a Hall of Famer. If it was questionable before this game, it finally got solidified. Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer, and this Super Bowl MVP can be added onto his resume. <clears throat> just ridiculous effort from him. Rob Gronkowski, this may be his last game. He had the winning play. Sure did. He had the winning play. That go route against the linebacker where he dove to catch that ball. He has six six receptions for 87 yards. That's the way you go out. If, the, if this, <clears throat> excuse me, if this truly is his last game, that's a way to really go out there, make the winning play. Sony Michelle, how much more we could say about this guy? He came up when it mattered. Came up big when it mattered. 18 carries for 94 yards, the touchdown when you needed a first down, when you needed a big run. Sony Michelle was the guy. You know, this is a collective effort. These guys really found a way to flip the switch, which is really unheard of. We always talk about, oh, can they flip the switch? Can they flip? But they do. It's kind of a la like some of the Cavalier teams of, of last when LeBron was there, when, you know, they would struggle during the year. And then when the playoffs came, boom, they started marching. So in football, though, 
it's rare you see anything, anything like this. 18 years with one quarterback. I mean, what, where were you guys 18 years ago? A lot has happened in your life from 18 years from now. I didn't, I didn't even know you 18 years. Didn't think this right now, this show could exist. The internet wasn't even popping 18 years ago, <laughs> so, right? YouTube was not popping 18 years ago. And the quarterback is still of, the, of that time is still playing and still playing at a high level, although he did not have a great game tonight. But we don't need to talk about that because they are champions, Mike. They are champions. There's new guys, team players come onto the Patriots, not for the money, but for a chance to win a championship. That's it. And why wouldn't you? <laughs> they 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 keep bringing them in. We they keep bringing them in. It's re, you know the stories that are gonna come out. Obviously, it's gonna be about Brady's eighteen years. You know, six rings. He puts them in another another level. But Mike, what do you? Would they have to name the Lombardi Trophy the Brady Belichick Trophy or something? The Brady they gotta change the Lombardi Trophy's name. Something. In the NFL, make him the logo. Brady might have to yeah. be the logo. I don't know what it is, and it probably won't happen now or anytime soon. But within the next maybe 10, 15 years, I don't know when obviously Brady and Belichick are probably not playing and coaching anymore. Something has to be renamed in honor of the best coach to ever do it and the best quarterback to ever do it. I don't care if it's the trophy. I don't care if it's the, the logo. And I'm not saying rename a stadium after him. Like, yeah, that's cool for, you know, a stadium. But for the NFL, they need to do something years from now to honor this Patriots dynasty, and especially Belichick and Brady. It has to be done. We got a, we got a question here. Great question. Considering all the controversy surrounding the Rams-Saints game, do you think the outcome would have been a lot different had we met the Saints at the Super Bowl rather than the Los Angeles Rams? Honestly, I do. Uh, Jared Goff did not look good. He, that wouldn't be Drew Brees. He did not look good at all. It was, it was just... He, he he had a bad game, and not only did he have big, he wasn't ready for the moment. It was too big. That's that um, Saints. Excuse me, that Saints team. That's an experienced team, and you and you you have guys that've been there. You have Sean Payton. You have um Drew Brees, who knows what how to get it done. You know, and that game could have been a lot a lot different, a lot different pace, everything like that. So yes, I do think the outcome would have been different. Would the Patriots still come out for W? Chances are yes, they could have still with that defense that they displayed tonight. Chances are you could you could stop the Saints, but a lot of things could have changed definitely if you had the Saints. And you know the Saints are watching that game. Oh yeah. Pissed. Absolutely. Like the Patriots are playing like this? Oh my gosh. We could have easily yeah. so I had I definitely had, you know, as the playoffs were moving along, I feel I felt as if the Saints were definitely coming out of the NFC. And they were winning the Super Bowl. I don't care. You know, if they face the Patriots in the Super Bowl, if that's what it boiled down to, I ha I personally have the Saints over the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But obviously, you know, we'll never know. Uh, their game, Rams-Saints game, unfolded the way it did. It's very unfortunate for the Saints and their fans and whatnot. But, yeah, I do feel this that game would have went differently, you know, with the Saints probably coming out victorious because I do feel as if the Saints, you know, probably the second-best team in the NFL Maybe after the Chiefs, Chiefs, I'm sorry. But uh, when it's all said and done, the best team in the NFL is the team that wins the Super Bowl.
that's what it boils down to. And the Patriots were that team to hoist up the Lombardi Trophy. We got, you know, guys, thank you for updating us while we are doing the show. Obviously, we can't be seeing what's happening. So they're telling us that, you know, they're kissing the trophy right now, booing the, booing the commissioner as they, as they always do and as they should. But, Mike, I don't want to look too forward here. But what you about to say to me? This team just made it to the Super Bowl. You have 12 draft picks. Hmm. There's obviously th areas of improvement that they're going to tackle. First order of business, sign Trey Flowers. We've been saying it all year, but first on the list. It's not too crazy, Mike. It is not too crazy to say we could be here again next year. It really isn't, you know, and that's just not homers or because this is a Patriots show that we're saying that. This was a bad year for the Patriots. And they <laughs> still came out on top. A bad regular season for the Patriots. And they still marched their way through teams. And like, you can make an argument that this, this was one of the toughest roads to the Super Bowl. That Chargers team they faced, well, they had a great season. Great season. Probably um, Phillip Rivers' best season, you know, since he's been in the NFL. Kansas City Chiefs. On the road in Kansas City, taking on the super, uh, the NFL MVP, and then you get to the Super Bowl. You're facing a Rams team, where obviously they're the second best team in the NFC. This was a very tough road, and the Patriots, who had a regular season that was up and down, they looked good here. They sucked and looked terrible here. Brady's looking like MVP one game, next game he's looking like he may need to retire because the arm's not there anymore. This was a bad season for the Patriots, and they still managed to finish second in the, in the, in the AFC, still managed to get home field advantage in the divisional game, and they still man and managed to march their way to a Super Bowl appearance. It's not crazy to think they can be in a position to do it again. It's, it's crazy. I know there's people outside of New England that are Patriots fans and, you know, enjoy this celebration. But the, for the ones who are New England, Boston fans that live in Boston, 95 days ago, you just celebrated a win. Oh, boy. Just 95. It, it was a 95-day span when you didn't have a championship. <laughs> Red Sox just beat, <laughs> really just beat Los Angeles. It's really crazy to think about. It's really crazy to think about. Like. Living in Boston, you're just spoiled. It, it's, it's disgusting. It has to be growth. And now you beat in it's L.A. <laughs> again. It's unfair. Should just you know what's crazy? Boston isn't the biggest city. Massachusetts isn't the biggest state. But yet again, all four of these major teams play in this state. And they just continue to rack up championships. Over and over and over again since the year 2000. There's been so many. I can't, I can't even, like, other states, other places could just say, oh, yeah, our teams have won about four of them. Yeah. Or we won about three of them. I remember I remember 10 years ago when we won the championship. I remember 20 years ago. I can't even tell you how many championships in total. Please, Viewers who are watching, please, in the comments, let me know the number because I can't even think how many Super – I'm not sorry. How many total championships do the Celtics, 
Patriots, Red Sox, and Bruins have combined since 2000? I need to know. I need to know. Because, like I said, it's very unfair that <laughs> just a re reoccurring thing of winning championships. Because if you think about it, Patriots just got theirs, you know, this is the 2018 season. Patriots just got their 2018 championship. Red Sox got their 2018 championship. The Celtics, yes, up and down, Kyrie, this and that. But they're still in a position to possibly win a championship. <laughs> Bruins can make a run to one as well. I don't think anybody's writing the Bruins off. You have four teams who consistently are in. Look Look at the – look what we're talking about. Look what we are talking about right now. It's not, oh, man, Patriots won. We're talking about – let's try to get all four. Let's try to let's try it to came, do something. Let's try to do something. Boston came close to it. In what, 2007? Yes. We're not going to talk about that. 2007-8 period, they came close to making it happen. Red Sox, Celtics won. Red Sox got theirs. Celtics got theirs. Patriots lost in the Super Bowl and Bruins. Sorry. <laughs> so I don't think they were there. That's the type, that's the type of area you're in right now where you're trying to compete with other other franchises and sports to see if they can, you know, you can complete a, some type of cycle, which is just disgusting. That's, that might be what's left. That really, I mean what else are we what are we what are we talking about here? The day that it can ever happen where Four major sports teams win a championship in the same season, in the same year. Sorry, I think that's really the last major thing for you know Boston sports team to accomplish. Celtics got theirs. You know, unfortunately, they only got one, but they might be in a position to win some soon. Red Sox just got theirs, and the team, as long as they keep the band together, that team can still be contenders next season and beyond. Long as Belichick and Brady still on the, doing their thing, that team's all. You heard me say in the previous show, I will never, ever, ever question a Brady Belichick season until it's completely over. I know we're going to keep saying this, and I know everyone's going to keep talking about six ranks. But the more, the, the whole time you were talking, I'm not going to lie, Mike, I didn't hear a word you just said. My goodness. I, I didn't hear a word. Because the only thing that keeps crossing my mind is six rings. The Steelers, growing up, all you heard about the Steelers have the most wins, Super Bowl wins, most Super Bowl wins, six, most Super Bowl wins, six. And in an 18-year span, you became, I don't, you just wiped it out and you tied, you tied with them with six rings. It's like Thanos. You're this Thanos. You came in and just, boom, the whole league. The whole, Brady and Belichick came in and snapped their fingers and nobody knew what's, what's coming. Mm -hmm. And you still got other guys developing. You got Michelle Bruin. You know, you have that that this defense. You, I know you you're leaving um Brian Flores is leaving, which is gonna be a loss because you saw how aggressive they were in the Super Bowl. And it was a change of pace from the years prior when you had Matt Patricia. So hopefully they keep a, a similar formula going. But you have guys that are young, you can sign Trey Flowers again, you know, get guys coming up here. I remember we had a good, great linebacker who, who left on um, Bentley. He got hurt and put an IR. You know, Hightower, you can see he's getting he's getting up there in age. Had a great game, but he's going to get up there in age as well. So you have some young guys there. 
succession plan for Brady has not, is nowhere to be found. And the way he's playing is looking like the Patriots are going to be patient with it. Although I say every year that Brady plays is the every year you get a quarterback until one, one finally hits. So you just keep shooting until something clicks. But so here's what I got to say about that. And before I make a comment in response to that, I'm seeing our guy, uh, Trocosa uh, Freeman, if I even said that right. Sorry. He said we Boston has 38 championships, second behind New York West, 54. And is that 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 has to be total? Yeah. But from 2000 to now, if they have 38 total from 2000 to now, no, not obviously not. I know. I'm saying from 2000 to now, it it has to be like 20 something. From 2000 now, no. 18. You gotta think about from 2000 now. Patriots, Patriots have the Patriots have the most, which is six. Let's do it. Patriots have have six. six. Bruins have two. Red Sox have three. Red Sox have three. So six, two, three. That's eleven right there. And 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 Celtics we have got one. one. <laughs> Jump the gun. A lot of <laughs> you know what? But then if you talk about appearances, then that ups that to another. A um, couple more. Couple from more. The Patriots. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, back to your su- succession plans comments. So we you just said it earlier in the show. Patriots have twelve draft picks. And, yes, Brady's going to be here next year. Edelman's going to be here next year. Gronk, who knows? I personally feel Gronk will be back next year. Obviously, it's, it's a great feeling to go out as a champion. But at the same time, why go out when you could probably come back and do it again and win another one? I don't know. I feel Gronk might be back. But, anyways, I feel as if now, especially with this year with so many draft picks, here is the season. Yes, run it back with your guys. Brady, Edelman, Belichick's going to be there. Gronk, maybe. Run it back with the team that you have now. Add a few pieces, whatnot. But with those draft picks, this is where you start, the succession. Yeah, you start brewing that success. A wide receiver needs to be drafted. Maybe two of them needs to be drafted in this upcoming This game draft. proved it. This game proved if it didn't if you didn't think so before this game proved it. I don't know who's the wide receiver coach or if you need to hire one or fire the one you have now and get a new one, but at least two wide receivers need to be drafted in the upcoming draft, in my opinion. Obviously, you want another tight end if Gronk is gonna be gone or out the door pretty soon. You obviously need a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you just spoke about Hightower, who's getting up there in age. Um McCordy's talking about, you know, maybe he might be done soon too. And he's uh he's 30 or 31 years old. Uh Patrick Chung is getting up there in age. He just got hurt. You need to really use this draft to start saying, all right, we're gonna draft, draft some young guys, some rookies who are gonna come in and for a season, maybe two, they gonna they're gonna have to learn underneath these guys because they're probably gonna be stepping up. If it is Belichick who's going to be coaching after Bel- uh, after Brady's gone, or if it is McDaniel's who's going to take over after Belichick, at least you have the system with some young guys that can maybe have it chug along. Will they? Will they have the next Tom Brady? Who, you'll you'll never have the. Will next you have Tom the next Brady. Edelman? Will you have the next Gronk? Who knows? But if you really truly want to keep this system turning and have this team stay successful, you know. You gotta really start the succession plan, not just completely abandon what you have now, because like I said, these guys can make another run at it, you know. But you have to start building up the next wave of young talent that could come up and put a Patriots jersey on and hopefully continue the success that they've been having. 
And it's, it starts with the um with the quarterback position. Yes, Brady, Brady had a decent year, but he's gonna be forty two, and the talk is gonna come again. We more might more. You're going You're going to. You might see a decline. That's just the reality of it. So you need to have someone there. Brady's forty two. One hit can still knock him out of game. Mm-hmm. Hoyer's not your answer. Not at all. I forget. The seventh round pick, Etlin. Etlin, he's not the he's not the answer. He was even good in college. I still don't understand that pick. But anyways, six rings celebrated now. But the Patriots know that they have a lot of work to do. But I I just want to talk about some guys, man, that you're happy for. Gilmore came from Buffalo Bills. Hmm. You know, never won a ring last last, year, last year, year. He lost. Came on his own this year as really one of the, your glue guys on the defensive field. He's a Super Bowl champion now. He just marked himself in history forever. This one's going to be a little – Josh Gordon. He's a Super Bowl champion. He gets a ring. He gets a ring. He's a Super Bowl champion. Who knows where you at in the middle of the season if you don't have Gordon? True. There was game, games. There was games. Needed. We we sat here and said, "You don't have Gordon in this game. You might have not won that." And a quick side note: I want you to continue, yeah. but I hope that Gordon, wherever he is, he sat down on a couch and watched this game and said, "I want to be a part of this team next year." From day one of training camp, OTAs, whatever it is during the summer, I want to be a part of what I just watched. I'm sure he didn't – he enjoyed it, but he didn't truly enjoy it sitting at home on the couch uh, watching the team that he performed very well for in his short um, time in New England. I think he should really take a moment to sit back and say, I want to be a part of the reason why we make another run at a Super Bowl and defend uh, our championship next season. Jason McCourty, another mm. guy you got to be really happy for. He, I said, Gronk made the winning the winning play. He made the winning play on the offensive side of the field. Jason McCourty made the winning play on the defensive mm. side of the field. There was a touchdown. I forget who, who it was to. Cooks. Was it to Cooks? We'll talk about Cooks in a second, <laughs> soon later. But there was a touchdown that was to Cooks, wide open, broken field. And Jason McCourty was Usain Bolt. Ran as fast as he could to knock that ball, knock Cooks in the ball out of there. Otherwise, this is a different game we're talking about. Yes. Look, the score is only 13-3. Any type of touchdowns changes the whole momentum of the game. So you got to be happy for, um, excuse me, for Jason, Jason, McCourty. Jason McCourty. I was going to say Trey Flowers, but... He has a ring. I for, I forgot he's been on the team since 2015, but another solid year. He got that Atlanta for, ring, yeah. It's for um from Trey Flowers, Sony Michelle, rookie. Rookie. Patriots have back. been blessing a lot of rookies rookie the last couple of years. <laughs> comes in, plays well. He's a Super Bowl champion. You know, you're just happy for guys like that that really it's never felt never felt it before, never really knew what it was to be a champion. They come in this team and they contribute. And Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. He was a great addition to this team. You know, gadget plays, moving things down the down the field. Um he had a kick return a a kick 
that got returned for a touchdown this year. He was very helpful. Even the first the first kick in this game in the Super Bowl, he got you some good yardage up to the 30, 40 yard line. So guys like that are Super Bowl champions. You just gotta be happy for them, man. I just saw a question pop up. Well, not really a question, but a comment from a guy, Dreamville. And it's something that we were kind of talking about a little earlier. Mm -hmm. Rob Gronkowski, yes, talk about a season up and down, not a huge impact on the offensive end, even though it's probably one of his best years ever in terms of blocking. Rob Gronkowski has three Super Bowl wins now, three sure, Super Bowl rings. Does. You know, his stats are pretty good in terms of what he's been able to do as a tight end. He, he's missed a lot of time with injury, you know, but at the end of the day, he's still one of the best tight ends to do it with six championship, I mean, sorry, three championship wings. Is he the greatest tight end ever? Rings say a lot. Stats are one thing. Right. Yes, stats, you're going to need stats to kind of back up, you know, your 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 status. Rings. But rings do say a lot. Rings is out what, of tight ends? Rings is what's going to propel Gronk as the greatest tight end. The eye test says yes. He's the greatest tight end. You know, a guy who can block, catch. We remember, it's not too long ago when we seen Gronk do some ridiculous catches, some ridiculous one things, hand. you know. This guy was a freak of nature. He's the uh, one, he's a, he, yes, he's the greatest. The, the not against him is going to be, you know, his his injuries that knocked out a lot of pro productivity from him. And longevity. If he were to, if this were to be his last game, his resume wouldn't be as, wouldn't be as long compared to guys like Tony Tony Gonzalez, who's been very productive their whole career from rookie to his last year. And it was, what, maybe 13, 14 seasons long. So that's going to be the nod on him. But, yes, Gronk is the greatest tight end. He's contributed in those Super Bowl wins. Was Gronk in the Atlanta game? He wasn't. That's what the comment just made. He so he didn't so, – but he still got a ring. He, he, still got, he was on the team, but he did so – another. So two out of the three championships, next to right, that one. Two out of the three championships, he was a he was huge in the Seahawks, the Seahawks Super Bowl. Um, he was big in this one. I told you guys he made the winning play on the offensive side of the field. So I'd say yes, but I it it's not an easy boom greatest greatest tight end ever. First ballot, of course, you know, but his numbers. His numbers, he had seasons where his numbers were the best. You know, they matched, you know, 12, 13 touchdowns. And they were they were great. But then he had seasons where because of injuries, he didn't have great years. So 50-50, three rings, you could never argue that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean we're talking about guys that we can say have multiple rings now because they're part of the Patriots. McCordy, uh, Edelman. Slater. Gronk. Um, who, am I, who else am I missing? Hightower. <coughs> no, we're talking about real guys here. Devlin. We're talking about guys who are multiple Super Bowl champions when years and years from now, when you see them in TV appearances, they're going to say three-time champs. Two -time and it's champs. crazy because these guys, like you just mentioned, just got blessed with three Super Bowl rings. Three Super Bowl rings. But the Patriots just did this. In 2001, 2003, and 2004, yeah. you think about the guys they had back then, the Troy Browns, the, the Brewskis, the McGinnis, the Ty Laws. And you see those guys on TV now. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, and then years from now, you're going to see Hightower and, yep. and Edelman and Gronk on TV. Like, yeah, we was part of that dynasty. We got them three, three championships, too. 
<clears throat> Patriots have just built something so, <clears throat> I can't even talk, so great ever since, you know, Kraft took over, ever since uh, Belichick became the head coach, they've really built something great. And I think the only other team organization in sports that recently had a chance to match this was probably the San Antonio Spurs. Yes, absolutely. Other than that, you know, Patriots, Spurs, and then everything else had just been kind of spread out and spread around. You know, obviously the Lakers had a solid run early 2000s, but not to the level of what the Spurs. This is unheralded. This is and then the Patriots, is, of course. This is ridiculous. You know, you'll never see anything like this again. I, I doubt it. But, Mike, guys, <laughs> we got to move on. We got to talk about, you know, the stars, the sorries of this game. Yeah, man. Final stars and sorries edition of the 2018 season. Put it, put it down. Give us to us. Who are the stars and sorries? Before we get to that, and while you're giving us our star, the stars and sorries of this Super Bowl game, Marvin and I have been doing this show for three years, and every year we've made it to the Super. We've been sitting in the same seats inside the same building, hosting a Super Bowl show. Wow. Three years that we, we've done this for three years now, and the three years they've been into the Super Bowl. It's us. Guys, it's us. It might just be us. Good luck. Good luck. But, yes, yeah, stars and sorries of the Super Bowl. Ah, shout out to Dreamville. He said he remembers the pod, uh, the podcast days with uh, Blog Talk Radio. Hey, man, we've been holding it down for a while. Good luck, Charm Patriots. Super Bowl once again. Marv, do you have any stars that you want to kick us off with? I mean, we named a lot of guys. Sure did. So a guy we didn't, we mentioned a little bit, Brian Flores. Mm. Brian Flores and his defense, they definitely have to get the star, yes. man. This is a Rams team that was, don't, like you said, they score 50 points. You know, they have weapons, Gurley, Anderson. That's going to be a story for next week, too. What the hell's wrong with Gurley? Mm. What happened to him? Um, you know, Cooks and Woods and all those guys there. Patriots did a great job and shut them out. Shut them out completely from this game. There was, there was a couple times, yes, you're like, okay, they're about to score, but eventually the Patriots found a way to stop them. you got to give it. So my stars goes to Brian Flores and this defense well-deserved. Uh, so I see a comment, a question coming in from our guy, uh, Ryan Mooney. He asked, was this game more of a Belichick game or a Brady game? In my opinion, and looking at Brady's stats, yes, he had that great drive where he hit Gronk with that pretty much game-winning play and pass. Um, I think it's more of a Belichick game. This game oh, was yeah. was really chess. It was a chess matchup, you know, especially defensively. And yes, Brian Flores uh, deserves a lot of credit, but at the end of the day, everything's going through Bill Belichick and. Bill Belichick, all the years, he's been known as a defensive coach. So obviously, Flores and Belichick have a lot of conversation, communication in terms of what they want the defense to do and what they want it to look like. And the defense, as we all saw, played a hell of a game. So I definitely say to answer that question, it was a Belichick game. Uh, Brady, you know, showed up when it mattered. You know, throughout the game, I think, <laughs> I know Marvin and I were, if you watch the game, you're upset with the way Brady was playing. But at the end of the day, he showed up. Where it, when it mattered, 
which helped this team win. But definitely a Belichick game, which is why I'm giving Belichick, along with the defense, Flores, all of them, I'm giving Belichick a star of the game as well. Definitely. Clifton's had stars of the game is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Six rings, no more debate. There hasn't been a debate in four years, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, obviously, Julian Edelman, MVP, well-deserved guys been amazing in the playoffs. So he just took another step because he was another guy who, you know, he was slow this season. Slow meaning, you know, wasn't the typical Edelman we're used to seeing. Kicked it right up when it mattered. And then Brian Flores played calling tonight. And Gilmore, of course, the interception to really, in my eyes, that really sealed the game for us there. But what is the good? It's the bad. And when you're bad on the Super Bowl, we're going to tell you sorry. Super Bowl edition. So, there's a guy you mentioned oh, yeah. real quick. You know you're going to circle back and get to him. So, here's your opportunity to let the audience know how you're feeling about a certain somebody. Mike, when I got the notification back in the summertime, Patriots traded Brandon Cooks to the Rams. It didn't. It didn't affect me. I wasn't too happy. I, I. It didn't. It didn't. I didn't go. Ah, no. We uh, we got a first round pick out of it. I was like, you know what? That's an amazing move. That's a great move. You You. 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 Usually, I, I'm pissed about these things. You know, you finally got a receiver, great stats, and you get rid of him. Why would you do that? This one, I said, hmm. All right, got a first round pick. Flip it back. Cool. Because then you start to think about, you know, Brandon Cooks. And I just started replaying the Eagles, the Eagles game in my head. And there's not much I remember about that game. I Losses, any type of my team losing a championship, for some reason the memory just starts to fade away with what happened <laughs> oh, that yeah. game. But there's one thing I do remember. is Brandon Cooks, the lights just got too bright. Catches the ball. He tried to do the Booker T spin a Rooney <laughs> and, you know, knocked himself out the game pretty much, trying to hurdle guys who were two times bigger than him, knocked himself out. And it wasn't, damn, Cooks got hurt. No, he did that to himself. He just did something he wasn't doing all year, he tried to do. Great player, cool, goes to the Rams. He's finally in, in the Rams, makes it to the Super Bowl. What luck does he have? You know, goes to, he's going to great team, to great team, to great team, goes to the Super Bowl. This this year, he's in the Super Bowl again, faces his former team. Now, there's two opportunities he had in the end zone, Mike, to really seal the deal. First one, not his fault. He finally caught it. Jason McCourty just found another, another boost package. Boom. All right, cool. Now, this last one I'm going to talk about here, Jared, Goff, excuse me, Jared Goff has been, was playing like ass, booty, caca, all game. But, but it's you know, <laughs> best throw of the night. <laughs> but his best throw of the night. He threw a beauty, a beauty to Brandon Cooks. It hit it gets it, he gets it right in his right arm. You know, Gilmore took his left arm a little bit, but he was able to grab it, hold on to it, and then as he goes down, all you see is the ball that way, and Brandon Cooks this way. <laughs> and that's when I knew that's the Brandon Cooks that we traded. When the lights get too bright, he just doesn't have it in a incredible person, a great guy, great receiver, you know, but 
He's just he has the tools to be the Tyreek Hills, the Antonio Browns. He has that 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 skill set. It's just things like this is what I think knocks him down a little bit. And it shows why. So Brandon Cooks, you made it to the Super Bowl twice. You've lost the Super Bowl twice. And you can argue make an argument. Maybe the Eagles won. You could have, but you can make an argument. You're kind of the reason why your team was put in bad situations to lose those Super Bowls. So Brandon Cooks and to the Rams, I have to give you, and on this show, we have to give you a big fat old sorry. Yeah, man. I don't think there's much more to be said about that. The Rams, Cooks, three points in the Super Bowl. I mean, in in total, it was an ugly game offensively on both sides. But to only score three points in the Super Bowl, that's pretty – it's pretty sorry, to be honest. Uh, I don't think there's much more to be said about that. Ah, What a night. What a season it has been. From start to finish, from preseason game number one all the way to the final game of the 2018 NFL season, the Super Bowl, we've made it. And not only have we made it, the Patriots have also made it and the Super Bowl champions yet again. It's been an amazing run to watch this team, you know, put this performance on. And, and 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 come out victorious. Six rings. Six rings. Eric Ortiz. He asks his guys, where's the party at? Hey, where the party at? He enjoyed the podcast. This is a great segue. I'll tell you where the party's at. We're not done here. The party doesn't end for Mike and Marv. You know, it continues. Starting Tuesday, Mike and I have the Double M Show with Tiara Smith-Matthews. And, you know, we're going to be talking Patriots. We're going to be talking Celtics. We're going to be talking NBA, NFL. Also, we're going to talk about what's going on outside of sports, what's going on in the music, what's going on in the culture, you know, anything you guys want to talk about. We will be streaming live Tuesday. Right here on this same YouTube channel, the CLNS media network channel you know like marv said it's not over for us the patriots coverage will be done but we are going to continue with the double m media all of you guys that have reached out to us numerous times and say they like the podcast they like the show they like the energy we bring please continue to follow us because we're going to be bringing that same energy with our show the double m media show coming out this Tuesday night, live right here on the same CNS Media Network, like I said. Join us because I tell you the entertainment, the fun, the chemistry. Is this going to be bigger? Can't wait for you guys to meet here. Tiara. She's great. Uh, it's a lot more to come from us. You know, please follow Double M Media everywhere because it's just going to continue, you know. Wow. Yeah, but last but not least, you guys are what makes this show great. The comments, the back and forth interaction. It's just it's been amazing these past these past three years. You know, we thank you guys, you know, especially the ones that been, you know, always on here like Dreamville, 
Clifton, Clifton. Um, D. Murphy, Ryan Mooney. Like you guys are always on there. If I'm forgetting some guys, I'm sorry, but those are the ones that come up to mind right now from week one to the Super Bowl. Shout out to y'all, man. Um, everyone that watches, shares it, supports us. You guys are the reason. You guys have shown us why we do what we do. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, so to wrap it up, you know, it's hitting about 11 o'clock Eastern time. We did it. We made it through the season. Patriots are Super Bowl champs. Once again, they defeat the Rams 13 to 3. It's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate. You know, the only, only down part about this Super Bowl, people got to work in the morning. Work. <laughs> but why work when you can celebrate, hit the streets, yes, maybe have something some nice to drink. I got a little something, something waiting for me. I know my, my man Eric saying he about to do some other stuff, too. <laughs> he got the other stuff. He got the other stuff, too. Celebrate Pats Nation because the Patriots have won the Super Bowl. Once again, Marvin is on. Mike Molino, this has been the Patriots post-game show on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all New England professional sports. Once again, join us live Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Double M Media Show, debut episode. Marvin is on. Mike Molino, you guys will meet Tiara. See you guys soon. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks a lot for all the energy you bring. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Patriots, six rings.